0: Today we begin a series entitled Questions Women Ask. In this series, I'm going to take up each broadcast one question that is very frequently asked by women. Now, we're not trying to uh, only isolate women here, but on the Christian home and in some of these broadcasts that you're listening to There are very many women who are listening, and particularly women who listen at some of the hours on which I broadcast. And so I'm very much concerned about helping women. And we have a lot of women who come into our counseling center who have problems that in some ways are peculiar to them. So you men out there, if you're listening alone, don't turn it off. Maybe you can help some woman, even your wife. And don't forget what Paul said in Ephesians 5, Whoever loves his wife loves himself. So, if you're able to help your wife in some way uh, you've really even in the long run helped yourself as well as her now the first question i'd like to take up is this one which i hear probably more from women than almost any other what must i do to keep from becoming depressed women everywhere get depressed very easily in fact Women get depressed a great deal more than women uh, than men do. You might wonder about why. Why is it that women and preachers, let's say, and people like women and preachers, get depressed so readily? Well, the answer is this. Women and preachers and people like them who must structure their own time and then discipline their lives according to that structure tend to follow their feelings rather than to follow the structure and to follow the scheduling and to follow the responsibilities that God has laid upon them. And when they do, that is the royal road to depression. Now let's get it very clear what depression is. I'm not talking about getting down. Everybody gets down at some time or other. That isn't what I mean when I say depressed. Popularly, some people use the word depressed to mean, well, I've got a blue feeling or I've got a down feeling at this point or other. We all have those things. We all have reverses in life. We all have difficult situations in life. There are hormonal changes in women that bring this on at menopause or uh, during a a period or before or at various other times. Uh, These things are not what we're talking about. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, we are afflicted in every way but not crushed. We are perplexed but not despairing. Paul got down. He was afflicted and he was down under the affliction. He often wrote that way. David would write down as he wrote some of the Psalms. And Paul even got perplexed, he says, in verse 8. But when he was afflicted, he was not crushed. When he was perplexed, he was not despairing. A person who is depressed is not just down, he's down and out. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that a depressed person is one who has ceased functioning in many or all of the daily chores and activities and responsibilities which he has before him. And that's where a lot of women are. Some of you who are listening today are in that shape. Look at your house. Just take a look around the room around you. Now, go ahead, take a look. Now, open those eyes and look. Yeah, you see it over there, don't you? That awful pile of ironing and washing over there in the corner. Yeah, I, I know. I see the other things there, too. Right. I can see the kids' boots thrown all over the, the floor and the mud that came in and dried and caked on them and the mud sitting over there in the, uh, in the corner of the room off the boots and on the floor and there are all the papers on the table over there and the dishes in the sink, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. The well, I can see those dishes right there sitting right there, the pile, not just breakfast but also the one you had at lunch and there's your coffee cup sitting out there with that awful looking stained coffee and the rest of it. Yeah, it's a mess. You're behind, aren't you? Maybe you're so far behind you're three or four days behind. Maybe you have to walk through aisles in some of the rooms in your home. Come on now. Let's talk about it. If that's the way it is, and you're sitting around feeling sorry for yourself and feeling down and feeling blue and feeling bad, and you couldn't get up in time to make your husband's breakfast this morning because you felt so bad and so depressed and so far down, and you couldn't do lunch For the kids, they have to kind of make their own lunches and carry them off to school themselves. And you just, of course, can't get much of a supper for your family when they come home today. But you can listen to the radio all day and television, and you can pop chocolates to get a little... Okay. What's the situation? You're down and out. You're not just down. You're out. You're out of it. You've stopped doing your responsibilities. That should not happen to a Christian unless you are physically unable to do your work the out part is your fault the down part may not be your fault it's not your fault if you're down from any one of a number of legitimate reasons why a person might be down you could be down because of a hormonal change as i suggested you can be down because of some sad news that you received or you may be down from an illegitimate cause too you may have brought it on yourself this downness Maybe you uh, did something wrong and you feel guilty about it. Whatever the reason is for why you're down, you don't have to be out. How do you become down and out, that is, depressed? Well, the outness of this situation, the depression, comes when you handle a down situation sinfully. When you handle this downness, which in and of itself may not be sin, when you handle that in a way that is not proper. When you get up in the morning and you see something facing you, maybe you've been sick for three or four days and you come up out of that sickness and that flu or whatever you've had and you say, oh, I just don't feel like doing much today. So you don't. Well, everything piles up for another day. Then tomorrow you feel less like doing it because the pile's higher. You feel lower because you feel guilty as well now because you didn't do something yesterday. So you don't do it the next day and down and down and down and down. It goes just in a spiral. One thing leads to the next and that leads to another and so on until you're not doing anything much to speak of. How are you going to get out of it? Well, you can stay out of it by handling a down period properly. When your feelings say to you, don't do it, but your schedule and your sense of Christian responsibility says, this is what God wants me to do, don't follow your feelings. Do what you know you must do, no matter how you feel. And if you're already down, go look at what you have around you. Get a piece of paper out right now. Line up a list of things you can do today, tomorrow, the next day, until the mess is cleaned up. Today, start with those dishes. Get hold of one room or one closet and really do that room well. Go do something else that you've left go, but pile into it right now. No matter how you feel, but I can't, you say, oh, yes, you can. You ask God to give you the strength, but remember the strength usually comes in the doing, not before. Don't sit around waiting for the strength before you do it. You just say to God, God, I know what I must do I don't feel like doing it I don't even know if I can do it but I'm going to by your grace give me that grace Lord you go ahead and whether you feel like it or not get going and do what God wants you to do and you know what's going to happen the lower the pile of mess gets the higher your spirits are going to get and then once you get it all out and all done and all dealt with whenever a down period comes again don't Follow your feelings. Follow the word of God with its responsibilities upon you as a woman, a wife, and a mother. And you will never be depressed again. Lord, bless those this day who are depressed. Help them, however, to take on one project today, another tomorrow, and another the day after, until the mess is cleaned up, until the responsibilities are dealt with. Take them out of depression that they may honor Christ, we pray in his name. Amen. Thank you.